Ah, just after midnight here on the Fix AM 1490. What up, South Jersey? What is happening? Live in studio, Monday to Friday, 10 to 1. Hit me up. Hit them up. 609-601-3290. It's the studio line there. Hotline bling. The Nuggets hold on. Jamal Murray. Kid can ball. He can play some basketball, man. Jokic looks good. Quiet. 20-plus point performance there by the Joker. And they make it a series. They at least keep it interesting here. Two to one, Lakers lead. Now we gear up for the Eastern Conference Finals. Heat, Celtics, game four tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. And I'll keep you updated throughout that game right here on The Fix, AM 1490. On the other side, if you miss it, already looking ahead at week three, man, because that's what we do. It's NFL season, prime time. A lot of opportunity on the table in week two, and there still is in week three, and that's what I'm trying to provide for you here. Where is that opportunity? I already gave you some games that I really like and I think won't be available for you as far as what the spread is currently in just a few days. Titans, less than a field goal favorite. Love the Titans against Minnesota. The Panthers getting almost a touchdown against the Chargers. Herbert back to the bench. Really like the Panthers in that spot. And I like the Houston Texans. An 0-2 team going up against a 2-0 team. So the public is just going to look at that and I think overlook things a little bit. I think you'll see some smart and sharp action go to Houston. And that spread could be adjusted over the next couple of days. What say you? 609-601-3290. Live in studios. Final hour. It's the final countdown. Here's some other games here. NFL Week 3 that I have my eye on where I say, okay, I think there's some opportunity there, ladies and gents. And the San Francisco 49ers have to play another game in the Meadowlands, unfortunately. Head coach Kyle Shanahan was not happy after the game. Had a lot to say about the quality of the field, the turf at the Meadowlands. Players were complaining in warm-ups, and the injuries began to pile up, man. Starting quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, ankle injury, he's questionable. Their top two running backs, Raheem Mostert, who we saw break off an 80-yard run to open up the game in Week 2. He's out with a knee injury. Tevin Coleman, he's out with a knee injury. Number one wide receiver, Debo Samuel, foot injury. He's on the IR. Number one target, George uh, Kittle. He's still questionable. I don't think he's going to suit up and play. And that's a mental hurdle now that I don't blame him for having to deal with. They did not enjoy playing at the Meadowlands on that turf, and the proof's in the pudding. Some key injuries for them, and they have to trot right back out there for week three.
and the Giants, let's not forget what happened with them in week two. They're without their top player, Saquon Barkley, an unfortunate injury, man. His first serious injury, that ACL tear, he's done for the season. And there's some fantasy fallout from that. We touched on that last night. We can get in a little bit more of that later in the show and on tomorrow night's show. So with all of that said, basically the top four to eight players combined for both teams are not going to be playing Sunday. You have to safely assume that that's going to be a low-scoring game. And low-scoring games, when looking at the numbers, they tend to favor the underdog because it's really difficult for the favorite to separate themselves on the scoreboard. And yes, the Giants lost Saquon Barkley, their best player. He's their everything. The 49ers lost just as important and impactful player on their defense. Nick Bosa suffered a season-ending ACL tear as well. So there's no way that this game's going to be high-scoring at the Meadowlands Sunday. But with all that said, that gives the Giants a legitimate chance, a really good chance to, if not win, to at least cover, and that's what we're here for. I think it's a complete toss-up with both teams really banged up at key uh, positions on the field. San Fran now far away from home for the second straight week across the country on a turf that they hate, missing key players. This is the definition of a letdown spot and situation for the San Francisco 49ers. And according to the Action Network Bet Labs data, the 49ers are 1-8 against the spread under Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, as a favorite coming off and against the spread win. So they cover the spread the previous week. The next week, in that situation, they're 1-8 against the spread. The Giants, four-and-a-half-point dogs, the total at 42. Love the Giants plus four-and-a-half. So what do we have for you now? We have the Giants plus four and a half. We have Tennessee minus two and a half. We have the Panthers plus six and a half. And we have the Texans plus three and a half. It's what we do, baby. It's what we do. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side. Getting a little bit more Eagles talk. What's next for Carson Wentz? He needs to not only win, but look good doing it. Before the city burns. We'll be right back. The second level. Whose last name would you take as your own if you had to pick one? Asman, Desiree, or Shander? It's not Asman. Ron Asman? Yeah. 
I think you'd have to go Tony, right? Ron Shander isn't terrible. Ron Shander sounds like a real estate agent. Ron Desiri or Ronnie D. Ronnie D is yeah. great. Tony D, Ronnie D. You guys are a couple of brothers out there. The Second Level with Aton Shander. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. This is Joe Krause with this week's Financial Minute. One of the most important decisions you'll need to make when buying a home is choosing the length of your loan. Many banks and credit unions offer terms ranging from 10 to 30 years, with 15 and 30 being the most widely offered. Each of these options comes with its own set of pros and cons. Financial advisors agree that a 15-year mortgage is the best choice for those looking to maximize their savings over time by paying off the home and building equity faster. But since monthly payments on a shorter loan are higher, it can be more difficult to budget for them. On the other hand, a 30-year mortgage offers the convenience of lower monthly payments, which can help you if you're building your savings for emergencies and retirement while making payments. Need help finding the right mortgage option for you? Visit pfcu.com for more information. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours. Heard it work? Go right now to injuredworkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. The secret is out about the award-winning Wycombe Public House. People travel from everywhere for their mouth-watering 10-ounce burgers and the area's best wings, nightly food specials, their turkey ball, and their homemade treats. Wycombe Public House is a craft beer paradise with 18 rotating drafts, including a weekly selection from acclaimed local brewery Tired Hands. So hop in the car and take a drive to Bucks County because when you arrive at the Wycombe Public House, you'll know that you're home. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf, where style meets performance. You know the feeling most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com. Boston Scott Golf. Feel good, play good, and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now. BostonScottGolf.com. Use the code Harry and save 20%. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio is South Jersey's home for my guys in the desert. Weekdays starting at 5. I'm Brent Musburger. Join me and the biggest names in sports and sports betting for the latest news and information on the games of the day. We'll deliver all the information that you need to wager and win at the sports book. That's my guys in the desert with me, Brent Musburger, right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Your home with a better network.
What's happening? What's happening? Ryan from The Fix. Welcome back. Just after 12.15. Thanks for staying locked in right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio every night, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. It's been a busy show, man. Rich Q from Back Your Play joined me. John McMullen joined me. Talked a lot of Eagles. Already gave you some really good inside info and some picks for NFL Week 3. I think there's a lot of opportunity. NFL Week 2, there was a lot of opportunity, and books across the country got hit hard by favorites as the favorites dominated the storylines for Week 2 in the sports betting world. And Week 3, I think there's some similar opportunities out there. Already gave you about five picks for NFL Week 3, and I'll recap everything Friday. And we'll see where these spreads move, what the public does throughout the week. As we continue to gain some information on the NFL and the type of season it's going to be for teams individually and collectively. Overs have hit. Home favorites have hit. Underdogs, though on the flip side, have actually done a pretty good job of covering the spread for the most part, right around 500. Some other games I haven't touched on yet. That Monday night matchup, man, and I touched on it a little bit last night, but that's going to (laughs) be, that's the game of the week, and I don't think it's close. But back locally here, you have the Eagles. And I said it last night, man. I just cannot believe the Eagles are seven-point favorites going into that game against the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think the Bengals are getting any type of love. That's what I take from the odds makers, at least, with that game. It's six now on DraftKings. Seven at one point. Money line Eagles minus 240 and the Beg- uh, the Bengals plus 205. And yeah, the, the public, especially nationally, they're going to say, yeah, no way the Eagles, they're 0-2. They desperately need a win, and they're playing the Bengals. So there's no way at home they fall to 0-3. Forget the at home, all right? Throw that out the window. It doesn't matter this year. There's no fans in the link. If there's one team in the NFL that's going to be impacted by the pandemic and no fans allowed in the stadium the most, it's the Philadelphia Eagles, and it's not close. If you've been watching the Philadelphia Eagles over the past couple seasons, especially last season, those home games with the fans rocking the link, they were the difference maker more than once throughout those eight home games at the link. And you saw it. That that was an adjustment for that team, for that Doug Peterson team. First time that they walk out there for a game, a home opener at Lincoln Financial Field, and it's crickets. One of those dust balls that you see in, like, old Western movies came across the field. I mean, it it's and it was evident in their play. 
And Miles Sanders, man, he went on record all offseason talking about how hard he's been working and expectations for himself are higher than any expectations that anyone else has for him, and that's great. And his stat line when it was all said and done, it's pretty good. Finished with 95 yards, but that opening drive fumble and a lot of runs that he had early in the game, he ran everywhere but straight. He was dancing around like he's Barry Sanders, and he ain't Barry Sanders. Carson Wentz, in year five, looks uncomfortable, frazzled, and looks like he has no grasp of this offense. Doug Peterson looks like he still has no idea how to properly game plan with Carson Wentz as his starting quarterback. It's year five. It's unacceptable. And you look at this game from a betting standpoint and you say, okay, this is the week they get in the win column. And I and I hope that's I hope there's truth to that. I really do. But once again, I, I, I tell you all the time, can you confidently go in and put your money on the Philadelphia Eagles? Right now I can't and I won't. As we're still trying to figure out what's what in the NFL with only two weeks being played so far, there's a few certainties. And right now, it's don't put your money on the Philadelphia Eagles. How could anyone be shocked if I'm sitting here a week from tonight talking about an 0-3 Eagles team? You're a fool if you think that would be surprising. An absolute fool. I wouldn't touch that game with a 10-foot pole, man. I got to see... The Eagles actually do something on the field. Do I think they're going to win the game? Sure. I think. Just based off of what the Bengals have done, what the Eagles have done, and based off Doug Peterson's track record, when his back's really against the wall, he's able to fight out of it. He's able to fight out of the corner. Just enough to live to see another day. And this is it now. I mean, we talked last week about you don't want to go to 0-2, but is it a must-win and an overreaction Monday? And then we did it again last night, an overreaction Monday. And you can't go to 0-3. And the schedule does not get any easier. This is about as easy as it gets for the Philadelphia Eagles. You have the Pittsburgh Steelers. You have the Baltimore Ravens. And the division that they play in is the only bright spot right now for the Philadelphia team. 609-601-3290. South Jersey live in studio for you. What up? Give me a call. What's on your mind? What have you been betting? Any success in the NFL? Maybe elsewhere? NBA? Baseball in its final week? The Phillies figured out a way to actually play themselves out of a postseason spot. Not even mad. I'm impressed. Crazy. And you look at some early action from the public for that Eagles-Bengals Sunday matchup at 1 p.m. at the link. Where do you think the, the public's going with that, if you had to guess? If you had to guess, where do you think the public's going? Hmm? This is in New Jersey, too, by the way. I, I can change states. I can give you the full view here in the country. or I, But I go to New Jersey here a lot for my information. 
60% of spread bets are on the Bengals. You want to look at money line bets? 96% on the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm sure that sample size is small, but I'm, I'm dying to know what that sample size is. Listen, a lot of Eagles fans and people in this area do not make those bets this early in the week. They like to wake up Sunday and make the bet on their phone, or they like to go into the sports book on Friday night or Saturday afternoon and watch college football and make some NFL bets. That's what the average fan does, and the average fan, the average better carries a lot of the, the quantity of bets for this public information, this public betting information. So we'll keep an eye on that. We'll see what the public's doing. Right now, it's only Tuesday. It's early, but the Bengals are getting all the action. There's no way that that number stays where it's at right now for the Eagles-Bengals. Five and a half on FanDuel, six a lot of other places. We'll see how how much that moves throughout the week. Right here on The Fix, AM 1490, Ryan Rothstein. We're going to take one more break. Going to do one. When we come back, I got you all the way to the end of the show, up to the top of the hour. Break down a little bit more Eagles, getting to baseball, wrapping up its final week, getting to some NBA futures, some NFL futures. And taking your calls, 609-601-3290. This is The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. We'll be right back. The second level. For the fake news, the third story, which is Jake Asman schooling you on a tweet I sent over the weekend. This is the result of that said tweet. I got to talk to the guy after you who tweeted out that a new name was going to be announced in 15 minutes. Did you see that Yeah, tweet? so I think Aton was making the joke basically being like, oh, we have a bad PR story. Well, let's announce a new name so no one's Thank talking you. about Darius. Well, that was a bad joke. It went over my head. Yeah, he fooled you. See, I'm on Aton's level there. He was doing a little, like, joking troll being like, oh, watch them put out their name now. No one will talk about Darius. Guys, we'll be talking about their new name. That was... Awesome. And thank you, Jake Asman. Look at that guy standing up for me, and he said even I'm on his level. Jake Asman is on the second level. I was trying to bring you up there with that joke on Friday. I can't believe, of all people, you took it literally. The second level with Aton Shander. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Finding the right lawyer for your legal issue can be a daunting task. Researching the internet, calling law firms, and trying to get a lawyer on the phone can all be a nightmare. And then you might not even find the right lawyer for your situation. My Lawyer Tree takes the hassle out of finding the right lawyer. Go to mylawyertree.com or call 1-833-LAW-TREE. That's mylawyertree.com or call 1-833-LAW-TREE and let them do the work for you. It's free, quick, and easy. My Lawyer Tree, when you need a good lawyer, now. I'm Joe Krause with your Home Improvement Minute, presented by Russell Roofing and Exteriors. 
Potential upcoming storms may leave you and your family with unexpected roof damage or property damage. Russell Roofing is here with emergency services and wants you to consider these suggestions. Things you can do from the ground. Look for cracked, damaged, or missing shingles, moss, loose nails, and uneven or indented shingles. Inspect your gutters and downspouts for dents and an accumulation of roof granules. And when you have a question, call Russell Roofing at 215-887-7800 for answers. Inside your home, take notice the water spots on the ceilings. In your attic, look for water damage in particular rings around the nails on the ceiling and feel to make sure there is airflow. And most important, don't delay. Go to RussellRoofing.com. Two S's, two L's. That's RussellRoofing.com. I'm Joe Krause with your Home Improvement Minute. I'll see you at home. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf, where style meets performance. You know the feeling. Most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com. Boston Scott Golf. Feel good, play good, and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now. BostonScottGolf.com. Use the code Harry and save 20%. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio is South Jersey's home for my guys in the desert. Weekdays starting at 5. I'm Brent Musburger. Join me and the biggest names in sports and sports betting for the latest news and information on the games of the day. We'll deliver all the information that you need to wager and win at the sports book. That's my guys in the desert with me, Brent Musburger, right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Your home with a better network. Welcome back to The Fix. Here we go, baby. Here we go. Final stretch, taking you up to 1 a.m. So just some news and notes around the sports world here. Billy Donovan I mentioned briefly. A name that was circulated a lot around the Philadelphia area for Sixers' potential next head coach. He goes to Chicago. Now it seems like it's down to D'Antoni and Ty Lu for the Sixers. We'll keep you updated there. And, man, what a 
tough time to be a Philly sports fan. The Eagles front office not looking too hot right now. The Phillies front office taking a ton of heat, and rightfully so, as the bullpen finishing up a historically bad season. As the Phillies now minus 275 to not make the playoffs after being over 80% likely to make the playoffs, at least in that wild card extended playoff spot. And we'll see what the Phillies are able to do here as the Tuesday night slate winds down. The Dodgers are in the top of the eighth. They're up 7-2 against the A's. Giants are up 3-2 against the Rockies. And baseball feels like it's really taking a back seat. You know, it feels like the NBA has taken a back seat, and listen, every sport's going to take a back seat to the NFL. It's just how it is. But I, I don't know how you feel out there. I know there's some baseball fans who that's their number one. There's some basketball guys where and gals where basketball's their number one sport. But football is king in America. And now with the pandemic and the crazy summer that we had, spring into summer with no sports, everything shut down, colleges shut down, work, people out of work, no sports, nothing going on. And then all of a sudden here, late July, everything is back. And it's just a weird September. As we would typically be talking about the NBA starting their season in just a couple weeks, we're going to be talking about an NBA final series. We'd be talking about the NHL getting underway in just a couple weeks. We're going to be talking about the Stanley Cup. As that's already underway, but typically not the case. So just a crazy time all around for sports, but it really feels like baseball has taken a a back seat. College football underway. No fans with college football. That's been the strangest aspect for me, watching college football this past Saturday with no fans. It's just that that makes the sport. The sport being college football. Not just football, but college football. It's the fans. It's the students. It's the alumni. It's the tailgating. It's going into LSU or Alabama or Penn State or Michigan or West Virginia for a night game or a Saturday primetime afternoon game. And it's always all about the students, all about the fans. And we don't have that this college football season. How does that impact things? The Big Ten now going to be underway here soon. SEC getting underway here. It's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out as it's a first for everyone. It's very strange. Very strange, but the NFL, man, still doing what they do best. Just feels like that they've picked up right where they left off. I I know the product 
as Doug Peterson detailed in his press conference yesterday, the lack of preparation in offseason has impacted his team. And of course, but you know what? Over recent seasons, and I would say over the past five seasons, maybe even close to ten seasons now, coaches never took the preseason seriously. And there really isn't two-a-days anymore. There is no two-a-days anymore. There is no hitting in practice. So this isn't completely new for the NFL. The only thing new and strange of course, is no fans. And the Dallas Cowboys had a few fans down in Jerry World in Dallas, but still, for the most part, it's empty seats. It's just, optically, it's weird. And how has it impacted us from a betting standpoint? And I talked a lot about that last week. And I don't know if it's just luck, a coincidence, how the schedule has fallen here in the first two weeks, but I guess you can say there is a home field advantage with a 19-11 and 11 record for teams playing at home so far. I, I don't know. I, I personally feel like that's just a coincidence. I mean, the only thing that's legitimate is traveling is always a pain in the you-know-what for NFL teams. Getting on planes, leaving their family, staying in hotels, being out of their normal routine that they have with the benefits of playing a home game. And the travel is even more of a pain now with the pandemic and COVID-19. So I can see, I'm talking myself into this here, I I can see home field advantage being a factor from that standpoint because the traveling is a bear now, even more so than usual. Like the San Francisco 49ers, that's a prime example. They didn't have a facility anywhere near the Meadowlands in New York City and Jersey, they had to stay all the way down in West Virginia at the Greenbrier. And with two straight games on the schedule this year at the Meadowlands, they're coming from across the country, San Francisco. With COVID-19, they couldn't find really a place to stay for two weeks that they could have to themselves where they would be safe, where they could practice, where they could hold meetings. And on top of everything going on with the turf at the Meadowlands, That's a really difficult situation for the coaches, the staff, and the players. And that's a big reason why I gave you that Giants plus four and a half spread this week. On paper, yes, no Saquon Barkley. The Giants are not a good team. San Fran in the Super Bowl last year, but they have a mountain of injuries that they just sustained at key spots in week two being on the road for two straight weeks in West Virginia, dealing with that turf, I, all those things point to a Giants cover, if not a Giants win outright. It just sets up for a letdown for the San Francisco 49ers. And those are the things that are unique to us in the sports betting world. right? Those are all factors and circumstances that we typically don't even have as an option to be discussed or to even look at. And now... With this COVID-19 world that we live in, it's we're finding new situations and new information that we're trying to gather and read up on to help us figure out what's a good bet, what's a game to stay away from, what's a bad bet, and everything in between. So it's just a unique time, man, living in this world with the and how it's impacted sports and sports gambling, which is becoming 
It's in the forefront. It's completely out of the shadows. Every TV sports network you turn on has the lines for you. They have sports gambling shows. More and more content now being pumped out. So this is it. And all these circumstances that I just rattled off are becoming a factor in how we're consuming these sports, especially during this pandemic. It's just wild. Absolutely wild. 609-601-3290. Phillies, just a horrible Tuesday for them. Their final doubleheader on Tuesday, 3 o'clock, 7-inning game, and then right after that, sent the bullpen out to try and get them a win in game two, and they couldn't do either. Aaron Nola didn't have any support. Bryce Harper with a costly error in the third inning. couple errors by the Phillies, allowed two runs. Nola gave up another three earned runs. That's the story. 5-1, lose to the Nats, who have nothing to play for, which just makes things even more frustrating. And in game two, you would really think they had some urgency to get a win and try and keep their playoff hopes alive and within reach. Nope, unable to do it. So they drop both games in their doubleheader. And now looking ahead to their Wednesday 6.05 game against the Nationals, the Phillies are favored once again. Minus 130 at DraftKings, minus 140 bet MGM, minus 138 FanDuel, points bet minus 145. You have to think that they get a win after everything that they just dealt with here, but They should have already gotten a win. They shouldn't have lost both games in the doubleheader. They shouldn't have lost on Monday night. The urgency has to be there. You're in a fight for a playoff spot. You feel it slipping out of your hands, but you still have it in your hands. All you have to do is win one or two of those three games that you just lost, and they weren't able to do it. You had your ace on the hill for game one of the doubleheader. No run support. No support in the field. It's just a disgrace. And the, and the Joe Girardi era so far has been a disappointment. I was a Gabe Kapler hater just like everyone else. I, I felt like he had a little bit of a bad shake of things, but his personality alone was just weird enough. He, he just did not fit in Philadelphia. Girardi just seems like a Philly guy. And he seems like that manager who has the experience. He's won a World Series. He's been the manager for a decade in the toughest place you can be one, New York, for the New York Yankees. So you really felt better about this Phillies team, despite the pandemic and everything else. Just forget all of that, because every team's dealing with that stuff. It applies to the Phillies just like it applies to the Eagles. And with a leader like Joe Girardi, you would think that would be able to give him an edge, and it just hasn't been the case. A massive uh, disappointment for Philadelphia. Frustrating, man. Just really frustrating. Philly slight favorites, 6.05 Wednesday night. We'll be talking about that a little bit on tomorrow night's show right here, AM 1490. I wouldn't bet that, though. (laughs) Not No thank you, my friend. No thank you.
Just an MLB futures update as well. The Dodgers leading the pack with the consensus odds at plus 350 for the Dodgers to win the World Series. Right behind him is the New York Yankees at plus 600. Tampa Bay Rays at plus 700. And the Padres, man, what a season for the Padres. Plus 1,000. Just looking down the list a little bit, the Atlanta Braves, NL East, plus 1,100. And if you really want to lose your money, the Phillies are way down there, plus 4,000. I think the Yankees right now really provide some value there, plus 600. And I like the Padres as well, plus 1,000. Those are two good futures bets for World Series winners. NBA action, yo, and my pick for Game 4 Eastern Conference Finals, Heat, Celtics. I'll be honest with you. I've been screaming Miami all postseason long. In Game 1 and Game 2, they were underdogs against Boston. I gave you Miami as my pick against the spread with the points for both of those games, and it hit. Game 3, said Boston. In Game 4, the Celtics once again for the fourth straight game in this series favored against the Miami Heat, a three-point favorite as we look at it tonight. And I like Boston to find a way to tie this series up. This series is going to go seven. This series will go seven games. Just bouncing around a little bit, but having some fun. Giving you some stats and info from what I'm looking at right now here on the fix. MLB teams against the spread. Who has the best record against the spread this year? The Dodgers, 38 and 16. No, I'm sorry, 31 and 22 against the spread. And the Phillies are way at the bottom of that list. As Philly fans, I'm sure their pockets can uh, attest to this. 24 and 30, the Phillies are against the spread this season. Just a disappointment. Their season wraps up this week. Crucial game tomorrow, 6.05 for the Phillies. Some of my early picks for NFL Week 3, just to recap them for you. The Titans minus two and a half. Love that spread, that value. The Panthers plus six and a half against the Chargers. I think that's another game that provides a lot of value, and we're going to see some some big movement throughout the week there. The Giants, as I've detailed already earlier in this segment, San Fran, stuck in West Virginia, all those injuries that got piled up. They hate playing on that turf at the Meadowlands. No way they're able to cover that spread, that four-and-a-half-point spread in North Jersey this Sunday at 1 p.m. An interesting matchup that I'm excited to watch, and I'm going to keep a close eye on Sunday, and I'll keep you updated throughout the week on what the public's doing there. The Raiders with their big Monday night win to open up first ever game in Las Vegas at that beautiful stadium. They take on Cam Newton 
Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Bill Belichick versus John Gruden. Cam Newton, who looked really good Sunday night against Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, which is another team that, as always, for whatever reason, gets overlooked. Russell Wilson may be one of the most underrated players in sports right now, not just the NFL. And that guy, it's only two games in, but I liked him last year as a potential MVP. Just Lamar Jackson was having too much of a historic season to give it to anyone but Lamar Jackson last year. And Lamar's going to have to repeat those numbers, if not beat them, to win back-to-back because even the, the writers who have the vote for NFL MVP, they don't like to give that award out twice. You really have to earn that award to win it two, two uh, seasons in a row. This is a good year for Russell Wilson to take home that NFL MVP award. But I say that because I talk about the Patriots and Cam Newton looked good going up against him on Sunday night, and now they're at home as the Raiders travel to Gillette Stadium and take on the Patriots. That's a measuring stick test, as they like to say. If the Raiders win that game, then all of a sudden you're going to start hearing, oh, they're for real, they're for real. And on the flip side, the Patriots are going to look to bounce back and say, yeah, we lost a tough one on Sunday night against a really good Seahawks team, but we're here to stay. Cam Newton did not look good in his last season and a half, two seasons with the Carolina Panthers. He was dealing with a lot of injuries. He looks healthy right now. He looks good in that Patriots uniform. And not only does he still have the strength and the quickness running the ball and getting out of the pocket and extending plays, but his arm, he was slinging that thing. The passing game has been what really stands out to me for the New England Patriots and Cam Newton. So that's, that's a game that you have to keep an eye on. And that's a tough game to pick, man. That's really a, a tough game for me to confidently say, okay, this is what I feel like you should do for this game. I'm not sure. Not really sure who has the edge there. As the Patriots are five-and-a-half-point favorites, with the spread, you have to feel good about the Raiders getting five-and-a-half. As they were getting five-and-a-half last night against the Saints, and they win by double digits outright. I don't think that's going to be the case for this game, but we'll see. I mentioned week two. I've been mentioning it a lot tonight and on Monday night show. It was a week for the favorites. There was a lot of parlays that came in. And listen, I'm never going to advocate for parlays. It's the sucker's bet. It's what keeps the sports books really in business. But once in a while, those parlays... It's like a out-of-shape heavyweight boxer. He's only good for that first round, maybe those first couple rounds, but if he lands one of those knockout punches, it, you're going to feel it, and you, you're not going to get up. <laughs> and that's what happened to a lot of the sports books throughout the country week two, Sunday. And I don't know how many more weeks there's an opportunity for that to repeat itself, but I think week three there is. 
and I was messing around earlier just trying to put together some parlays just to have some fun, just to throw it out there for you. You can listen to it. Uh, like I said, I'm not. this is not expert advice to go put a 16 parlay bet in. But I think the window to potentially win those is still open. And I don't always feel this way regarding NFL parlays. But the favorites dominate it Sunday, 14-1, and one, and I think that can be a similar result after NFL Week 3. So I talked about the Texans and the Steelers. I like Houston to cover that line, but if you want to take a flyer, the Steelers minus 205 on the money line at home. You have the Arizona Cardinals, who have been one of my favorite stories so far. Kyler Murray, Kingsbury, and Hopkins. First year in Arizona coming from the Texans. Hopkins and Murray are going to be a dangerous duo for a long time. They're at home against the Detroit Lions, and they're minus 240 on the money line. That's a lock. So that's a team you definitely want to throw into a parlay. Another team that I like in a parlay with the Arizona Cardinals Tampa Bay Bucks. They're on the road, but they're going up against Denver, who's dealing with a fair amount of injuries themselves. Drew Locke, out. Denver had to sign Blake Bortles. Bortles is back. <laughs> we'll see if he actually gets the start. I don't think he will, but that's how bad their quarterback situation is in Denver. I like Tampa Bay to extend their winning streak to two games in a row after week three. So Arizona and Tampa Bay are two money line bets that I love to parlay up together. Seattle at home against Dallas. That Dallas win, man, that's a great win by them. But that story, Dallas and Atlanta week two, that story is more about Atlanta blowing that game than it is Dallas winning it. Dallas, I think, is closer to the Eagles as far as how dangerous they are as a team right now. I think the Seahawks are legit. And I just told you my thoughts on Russell Wilson. I think he has a really good chance to win NFL MVP this year. And the Seahawks are minus 215 on the money line. So give me the Seahawks. So you have the Cardinals, the Bucks, the Seahawks, and the Buffalo Bills. This one's a little bit of a toss-up. The L.A. Rams obviously just dominated the Eagles but I don't think the the betting public is going to look at that game differently than I'm looking at it. I think that game is also, and maybe I'm just biased, and maybe I'm just a homer. I just think that's more about how bad the Eagles are right now as a team as opposed to how good of a win and how great Jared Goff looked and Sean McVay, the genius young head coach. I, I don't think that's the case. I think it's more about the Eagles and the odds makers and the average fan here looks at that differently. So I like Buffalo at home for the money line, minus 125 against the L.A. Rams. So all of a sudden, a five-team parlay there with four somewhat heavy favorites. Then you throw in the Buffalo Bills. It's a five-team parlay, plus 621. 100 bucks. Gets you back 620. That's a nice little payday there. Just a fun little segment to end tonight's show.
throw together a parlay. I went through all of those games in great detail tonight on tonight's show. So you throw it together. This is what you get. I think that window for favorites dominating a week is still there. And I think it could happen again week three in the NFL. Man, the story tonight, the Denver Nuggets looked great through three quarters. And then all of a sudden, they almost blew it. I thought they were going to, but they hang on to get the win. They were my pick with the spread. They win outright. And now tomorrow night, Heat. Celtics. I like the Celtics minus three. We'll have that game and more right here. AM 1490. The second level. What the hell happened with the Houston Rockets? Just more disappointment. Again, 104. The Thunder are not going to score points. 104. Last night in the NBA was such a split. Was such a dichotomous night in which you had another underperforming, underachieving effort by the Houston Rockets in a close-out scenario where that game was gift-wrapped. All they had to do was just hit shots. That's it. Oklahoma City was not keeping up. If they put up 110, 115, OKC doesn't get an extra six or eight points out of tempo. That was it. That was all they could muster. And you barely, just barely cracked the century mark against a team that last time out shot themselves in the foot faster than Plexico Burris in a nightclub. The second level with Aton Shander, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. DelVal Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Mulebrunner. A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage to to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215-354-0122. That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a fee versus going direct to Geico or going direct to Progressive we do not charge a fee. Let DelVal Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Mulebrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. My name is Frank Halber, and I serve as president of Ask Me Local 1637. Every day, countless lives are devastated in our country at the hands of the opioid epidemic. Whether sparked by a pain-related work injury or other issues, many of those afflicted are family members, friends, and co-workers. It may even be you in desperate need of help. No one is immune to the effects of this terrible epidemic. If you or someone you know or love is suffering from addiction to opioids or other substances, don't wait another day to reach out to someone and seek help. I have personally felt the pain that this epidemic inflicts, and I beg of you to tell a friend, a family member, or a professional now and get the support you need like your life depends on it, because it does. Remember, it's not where you start the race that counts. It's that you finish that matters the most. My name is Frank Halber of Ask Me Local 1637. I'm a labor leader and organized labor cares.
Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. The secret is out about the award-winning Wycombe Public House. People travel from everywhere for their mouth-watering 10-ounce burgers and the area's best wings, nightly food specials, their turkey ball, and their homemade treats. Wycombe Public House is a craft beer paradise with 18 rotating drafts, including a weekly selection from acclaimed local brewery Tired Hands. So hop in the car and take a drive to Bucks County because when you arrive at the Wycombe Public House, you'll know that you're home. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston's. You're hearing AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Listen online at 1490sportsbettingradio.com. 